this bothered time. Happy New Year's to everyone. May many blessings come to you in 2023. You're still a fucking asshole. And get off my lawn. Swimming in toxic masculinity and wiping their ass with politically correct wash rags. Two douchebags in a microphone invade your ear holes in three, two, one. All right, here we are back here at the Port Ryan Festival, Eureka Springs, Arkansas. The day after Christmas, uh, this whole week is dedicated to pork rinds and pork rind lovers. Uh, we are at the uh, top of the Flatiron Flat Suites at the Penthouse Suite overlooking the Basin Park and the Basin Park Hotel. Everyone's out there having a great time, and it's fun. And we are going to go into NFL talk. Yep. During, so, during the break, we both sampled some pork rinds. They're, they're so crunchy, we can't eat them while we're you know, doing the podcast. Yeah. So. But we had uh, we had chocolate. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had bacon. Bacon's a pretty staple one. Yeah, it's But uh, the one I had was uh, Reuben. Reuben sandwich. Really? Flavor. Yeah. It was Where like, were they at? Were, were they over there on the other side? Yeah, there's someone around the corner. Oh, I didn't even like, go. Okay, you could taste well. the sauerkraut and the, and the, the corned wow. beef and the... Yeah, I knew I should have went over there. Oh yeah, well, tasty. you know what? That, that's cool. I was sitting there talking to uh, the guy that owns the art gallery and talking to him, and I kind of, you know what? I'll go back there a little bit later. So that's all. So, anyhow, on the way down here, we uh, heard on ESPN radio, whatever it was out there, uh, small town Missouri town that uh-huh. offered this station. Um, it was an FM ESPN station, oddly enough. Yeah. So, uh, anyhow, uh, Nathaniel Hackett, uh, Buddy Hackett's, um, <laughs> Buddy Hackett, <laughs> yeah, Buddy Hackett's, uh, fifth removed nephew from a half brother from Connecticut. Yes. Yeah. Him. <laughs> he was, uh, he was relieved of his, uh, head coaching duties in Denver, Colorado for the Broncos. What was it? 51 uh, to 14? The Rams yeah, the just fucking rubbing Baker Mayfield fucking teabagged him and shit on him. Yeah. And fucking made him smell his ass. And just fucking. I, I love the comparison of quarterbacks in that game. Baker Mayfield, who's basically been thrown away and drifted oh, around. yeah. Puts this just ass beating on Russell Wilson, who Denver Broncos, you know, mortgaged the house, the bank. And They're the next fucked generation. for fucking ten years because <laughs> yes. of this deal. They are fucked. And he was throwing interceptions. And... Just looked horrible. Oh, so, anyhow, Nathaniel Hackett. But all seriously, Paul Hackett was offensive coordinator for uh, Marty Schottenheimer in the mid nineties yep. here in Kansas City. Nathaniel Hackett went to Blue Valley North, which is a big prominent school district here on the Kansas side of the state line. Blue Valley North is a pretty affluent area. Very. And uh, and, uh, uh, Paul Hackett was well well thought of, and Nathaniel Hackett was somewhat of a football star star here. So 
there's a lot of local ties to this, but he was let go. <clears throat> Fair or not, I don't know. I mean, they, uh, I mean. He wasn't doing his job there. Well, yeah, I um, mean, and whether also, he had the, the talent team or did not. quit on him, or it sure looked like they quit on him. I don't know if 51 to whatever, 17 or 10, or no, 51 to 10, was it? It was barely, barely double digits for the Broncos. Yeah, like 51 to 10 drubbing. So, yeah, the team quit on him, and I get it. Yeah. So, anyhow, Nathaniel, you'll get another job, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Washing dishes. Yeah. <laughs> so. You know, it, it goes up to the general manager and the owner and the kind of crap that, you know, everywhere and up the chain is allowing to go on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but the head coach is... is who they fire to appease the fans the, and the press. The, it's the Harry it's the Harry Truman theory. The buck stops here. Yeah. So yeah. if you want to blame someone or point the finger, the head coach gets it all the time. Yeah. Doesn't matter if the offensive coordinator let him down. Let's say the offensive coordinator just completely fucks up uh, yeah. Wilson or Mahomes or somebody mm-hmm. just kind of ruins him. Yeah. Head coach gets the blame because the head coach hired him. Yep. And then ultimately, the general manager gets it because he hired the head coach. True. But yeah. you see how the shit runs uphill, if you will, mm-hmm. or downhill, or whatever you want to call it, because uh, it, it's a big blame game. But what you're getting there in Denver is is what it is is a a, a, a cleansing, yeah, a replenishing. It's like we got rid of that horrible coach, so everything's good now. Yeah, yeah. So they're buying time. Usually what happens is the person who is responsible fires the person immediately below them. Mm-hmm. So in this case, when the head coach gets fired, it's the person immediately above them that's really responsible. Probably the GM. Yeah. So he fires the head coach, and under the, and, and probably rightfully so to most degrees, 51 to 10 drubbing over a team that was horrible, mm-hmm. that, like, took significantly steps down from winning the Super Bowl last year and was on a backup quarterback of a guy that had been tossed around like a fucking used rag. Yeah. Baker Mayfield was, like, not thought of anything anymore, although I've always liked him and think that he may have a future in the NFL. Yeah. Most people did not, especially people that are supposedly in the know. They thought that he never really did have it. He just had a couple of decent years, and that was mm-hmm. it. Well, I thought that Baker Mayfield, once he started growing up, yeah. He had to grow up for his first couple of years. He was a disaster because he would not grow up. Yeah, yeah. He thought he could just come in and just be one of the guys right away. Yeah, that whole shit with his ex-coach. And, I, yeah. I mean, and the whole thing of him fucking just mean-mugging him. And, I mean, that was just so low budget. But then he seemed to have grown <laughs> up. Yeah. And they went to almost the championship game. They almost beat the Chiefs mm-hmm. uh, in, uh, what was it, divisional? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they almost beat the Chiefs. It was close. Um, and uh, anyhow, Chad Henney actually got by on him on that final play there. Threw the ball to Tyreek Hill, and they got 11 yards, and they got the first down, and we won. Yeah. But it was close. It was. Baker Mayfield played almost a flawless game on that. He did a yeah. hell of a job. So anyhow, um, uh, so they get drubbed by... I guess basically a backup quarterback now. They've been tossed around all over the place. Yeah. And so, okay, Nathaniel Hackett probably did deserve it. You, it. you could look at it as the Rams had every excuse to 
throw in the towel too because they had exactly. the week before they'd been eliminated officially from the yeah. playoffs. So they could have just as easily said, "What the hell? What do we have to fight for?" But instead, they came out and kicked. They Denver's came out and punched him right in the fucking face and beat uh-huh. the hell out of him. So yeah, okay. So Nathaniel Hackett probably deserved it, but okay, all right, he got fired. So he'll get another job. He's got to work his way back up, you know. Yeah. And he, everybody I know that went to school with him, and I know a few people, nice guy, good guy. He'll be back up there. He knows what he's doing. His father was big in the NFL. He was around people like Schottenheimer. And, uh, yeah, he knows a lot of them. Yeah, I think even Bill Cowher. I think he was around. No, maybe Bill Cowher had already left. As I think, yeah, I think he had. He had already he went, went to Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, didn't he? Yeah. Okay. Well, anyhow. All the people, the Vermeils, all the, you know, all the people. No, Ver, no, he was gone before Vermeil. Uh, well, anyhow, Schottenheimer mm-hmm. and, uh, oh, shit, Gunther, people like that. You know, they're around yeah. a lot of really good football minds. Um, uh, Carl Peterson, you know, all of that. So he'll be back around. And he will. Chances are next time around he'll he'll learn a lot and he'll do better. Yeah. So... I don't know Anyhow. that anybody could have succeeded with the Broncos this year, but not with the they've way it looked, is. They've looked exceptionally bad. Well, the lately, whole Russell Wilson so. thing is, is everybody. I don't even really know if it's actually Nathaniel Hackett. I think it might be more that people don't believe in Russell Wilson. Yeah, and Nathaniel Hackett didn't do that Russell Wilson trade. No, he doesn't he have, the he authority have the authority to do something like that. He was hired, I think, after wasn't he? After they got him. And I think what they're thinking is, is his dad was a great offensive coordinator, and maybe, you know... The He'll know how there, to yeah. handle him. And yeah, yeah, so, well, anyhow, yeah. and and let's see, the guy's mentor, his, uh, Paul Hackett's mentor, uh, Schottenheimer, was notorious for getting old, old uh, not old quarter, well, older quarterbacks. Uh-huh, and getting know. the most out of them. Yeah, yeah, from uh, DeBerg to... Uh, um, um, to, uh, what's his name from up there in Seattle? Uh, Craig, Dave Craig. Daniel, David Craig, little short yeah. hands, stubby hands. Yeah. Uh, to Montana, to, uh, Bono, to, uh, Yeah, I remember uh, early in the career they brought in, uh, somebody from Dallas, Steve Pelour. Pelour, yeah, but he didn't, yeah, he was a real ass bag after that, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he was just like, you know, bring in anybody and see what they can do, and then we can work around that. Yeah, so... Uh, anyhow, maybe that's a school of thought, but yeah. this leads me to this question right here. Is Russell Wilson playing himself out of the NFL Hall of Fame? I would think he is. Um, Go just, ahead. Just, just winning one Super Bowl isn't enough anymore. It used to be enough. Uh, and if he looks this bad doing it, then he'll get... He'll get the tag of, you know, oh, he was a fluke, or he was a product of the system. It wasn't really his ability. Because they, they like quarterbacks who can go to the Super Bowl with, you know, teams of different styles. Like, you know, this is a running team, or, you know, next year it's passing team with great defense. It's like, is the quarterback good, or is he just part of a really good system? You know, because you're yeah. not going to say that left tackle there is responsible for them getting to the Super Bowl. I've got a couple of different schools of thought on it. Okay. Yeah. I could see him I could see him going in there, no problem. Uh-huh. But he would have to stop relatively soon. He cannot continue on the path he is right now. 
Yeah, yeah, he's he's doing damage now. And he's, at some point, yeah, he's just tearing it all up. He's going to tip for a lot of the voters and say, you know one, what? Remember how crappy he got? Maybe he wasn't all that. One of the problems is is how Geno Smith is performing underneath Pete Carroll. Yeah, <laughs> Geno Smith was known as an ass bag, a bust, mm-hmm. high round draft pick that didn't do shit in New York. They're laughing at him, going, "Man, this guy is horrible." So he goes over there. I know he didn't have a particularly good game against the Chiefs um, a couple of days ago, yeah. but he does still He's has been a doing high. Really well yeah, he has a high passer rating. Yeah. He makes good decisions. He's been accurate. So um, that right there would tell you that maybe that would, might be the coaching mm-hmm. as opposed to the individual achievement. Yeah, yeah, it's just more fuel to that fire, definitely. Yeah. So I'm going to say that this right here. Russell Wilson, as of right now, would still enter the Hall of Fame. Yeah. But if he doesn't turn it around, if he wants to be in the Hall of Fame, I think he needs to leave football. If he continues down this path, it's not going to happen. And I think a big uh, monkey wrench in the gears of his his future career there, uh, if he stays in Denver... I think Denver is is going to have a lot of head coaches over the next few years. I think it's going to be one yes. one in two years and then out. Well, it's and going then to a be a system. place where they're going to have to reach for a head coach. Uh-huh. Someone really good is not going to – and Andy Reid's not going to show up at their doorstep. No, no. So here's the deal. It's going to be someone trying to prove themselves really badly Yeah. by turning this team around despite this albatross that they have. Yeah, because the team is just gutted. Yeah. And they and don't have no help that, coming. No, they don't because they don't have the cap numbers. Yeah. Their cap numbers weren't great anyhow. The only thing that could save them would be if they somehow managed to draft somebody phenomenal in the next year's draft. Then like they some have hidden five gems, years. Yes. And, and then trade him for a bunch of draft picks. Oh, yeah. Do a and Jimmy replace Johnson all the ones or that do they a lost. Mike Dick yeah. deal or something. Because, yeah. you know, if they had some, like, stellar wide receiver or super great cornerback, you know what? Their team is going to suck so bad that person is not going to do you any good in the next five, ten years. That's right. Or you could trade him, get the draft picks, and have a better team next year. Mm-hmm. That's the smarter play. Yeah, that is. So that, that I think, could rescue the Broncos. But Russell Wilson, I think, is condemned to go through, like, at hey, least three more head there. coaches in this career. There's a Russell Wilson jersey, but a Seattle one someone's wearing. I oh, yeah. From, I wonder if they're from Seattle. I Maybe so. Oh, cool. Look, right over there, right next. Oh, you saw it. Forget. Yeah. Okay. Wow, cool. <laughs> hey. Um, anyhow, go ahead. So, yeah, he's, pro- he's probably going to have at least three head coaches. If he stays in Denver, um, maybe five different offensive coordinators during that time. Here's another thing, too. Russell Wilson just does, not, does not uh, strike me as a Tom Brady type where he just can't put the game down. Uh-huh. I think he could leave it just fine and be okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I think if it got to the point where he's having to learn a new offense every stinking year. I think he'd, he'd just yeah. be like, you know. He's like, let me have one good year and then I'll retire. I actually think that he, <laughs> I think if someone will pick up a lot of his, well, half of his salary, uh-huh. which is going to be hard to do, it's going to have to be a team that's really desperate, they yeah. can't get anyone else. That you're gonna, you're gonna see that. And and Russell Wilson isn't playing. You know, like I mean, they're gonna say here he is for want. free. Here he is for free. Pick up half of it. Yeah. Then at least they got half that money coming back that they could buy some people. 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so they're, they are screwed big time. And we're not taking a lot of joy in this because, look, man, we have Mahomes. We have Reed. We're in really good shape here. Yeah. We, we don't necessarily really, you know, we're not taking a lot of joy in Denver getting beat down like this because I personally like competition in our division. Absolutely. It makes great games. There was a time there in the uh, in what the you guys 90s? get at us enough now. Yeah, really. We have enough Denver listeners. You guys were listening. Our numbers from Denver are fantastic. <laughs> so look, you guys did it to us for how long with Elway, and then with Manning. So don't feel too fucking bad. Yeah. So there's uh, um, there was a time in the '90s and maybe a little beyond where the Raiders were just abysmal, yeah. just horrible. And every year, Chiefs play the Raiders twice. It was like gimme games, you know. Yes. We knew we were because they were just awful. And it got to the point where I thought, you know, I miss those Raiders Chiefs games where you didn't know where what was going to happen, or it was tense. Because I couldn't get excited for the Raider games because they suck so bad. Exactly. And I was happy when the Raiders got good again. So it was tough for the Chiefs to beat them because that's more fun, more exciting. So I don't want Denver to become just you no, know a double I've doormat a every season, and that's we're all. We're playing Denver again because the schedule is so odd this year. We played Denver like two out of four games this year at the yeah. very end of the season. Uh-huh. So we played Denver again this week coming up, this Sunday coming up, New Year's Day, I think. Yeah, New Year's Day. So um, okay. I think that this nothing-to-lose game is actually quite scary. Yeah. They lost their coach, Mm -hmm. and they're probably all pissed off about that because I'm sure they all loved him. Mm -hmm. So they're probably – they're over there with a very bad taste in their mouth. Yeah. And you ever hear the term, this might be their Super Bowl, even though I called bullshit (laughs) on the Chiefs? This might be their Super Bowl. Yeah. So I expect a dogfight. I don't expect this team to roll over, and I expect it to to be a dogfight. So It's pretty – um, it's a nothing to lose game for them. Yeah, they might as well come out swing and Buster Douglas it. It's it's kind of an expected thing. That if you when don't your know what I'm coach, talking about, look up Buster Douglas. You'll see what I'm talking about. When your head coach gets fired this late in the season, they mm-hmm. couldn't even wait till the season was over. They fired him this late in the season. Let's face it; these people are professionals. Go go ahead. I'm I, sorry. I They're said, the best of the best. That's that's a signal that big changes are coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, coaches, more coaches are going to get fired, and players are going to get replaced. Yeah, yeah. So it's a big incentive to the players: is I got to go out and show that I'm worth keeping around next year because now the coach so, is gone, nobody's got my back. So big changes coming means people are going to be getting fired, huh? Yeah. Hey, hey, you know who I'm talking about over there at that other place that I used to work at? <laughs> you guys have my number? Coming. Yeah, lose it. <laughs> Anyhow, go ahead. <laughs> so, yeah, I can I can see the the Broncos team wanting to excel because not only is the Chiefs and it's a rival, mm-hmm. um, but because they're playing, so they have a job next year. I uh, yeah, I think that I think it's going to be a dogfight. Yeah, and I don't think it's going to be fu- it's going to be far from easy. So it, the only good thing is it's going to be at home. Mm-hmm. So that's going to help considerably. Yeah. So. But as soon as the Chiefs have secured their playoff spot of, you know. Two douchebags and a microphone. More fun than a taser to the juggler. Hi there. 
This is Fucknut from Two Fucknuts and a Recorder Podcast. Two Douchebags and a Microphone are our favorite podcast ever. Please, go to your friend's computer and download it from there. Go to your church's computer and download it from there. Go to people you don't know and grab their phones and download it on there. These fuckers need all the help we can get. Seeding or whatever. Well, right it is. now they could still get the number one seed yeah. because you know who uh, Buffalo plays next week, don't you? Uh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yes. yes. That game right time. there is going to be a dog fight. Mm-hmm. And Buffalo's still not playing as good as they could, and Cincinnati's playing about as good as they can. I would really like to see that game. <laughs> I hope it's um, going to be shown. <laughs> if it's I, not, it'll get rebroadcast on the NFL Network. It'll get rebroadcast on the yeah. NFL Network a hundred times. Yeah. Unless it's just something stupid, like they go there and, yeah. and fucking little Joey Burrow fucking blows his nut out or something. <laughs> you know, other yeah. than that, yeah. Yeah, so, blow it. Well, even blowout games, they'll replay them at least once. But yeah, they'll yeah, show them at least bad, once, but yeah. Bother. Um, the famous 13-second game, I cannot from last year. The yeah. Championship game, or uh-huh. not the champion, the divisional game, Kansas City, Buffalo at Kansas City. That game, I cannot count how many times I was just pilfering through the networks, and all of a sudden there it was again, yep. and there it was again. But that was one of the greatest games ever. Yeah. And last year, like people said, that was probably the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> and not 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 little Joey Burrow against fucking uh, uh, Matthew Pafford. <laughs> if you watch commercials, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so I remember seeing lots of replays of the uh, playoff game where the Houston Oilers blew that massive lead oh, and let Buffalo and let Buffalo come back and beat them. Yeah, when only for Buffalo and, to fall flat on their fucking ass in the Super Bowl. Yes. Yeah, you're talking about the Warren Moon one, right? Yeah, 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 it was the Houston Oilers before they moved became to Tennessee. The Tennessee Titans, became yeah. the Titans. But they went up to Buffalo and came and started, had like a 34-point lead, 33-point yes. lead, something like that. And the Bills' starting quarterback, Jim Kelly, was knocked out of the game. His mm-hmm. backup, Frank Reich, was in. Frank Reich threw the, yeah. And they came from behind, scored five touchdowns to tie the game up. Yeah, it's the same Frank Reich that's a coach now, by the way, yeah. if anyone's wondering. Anyhow, go ahead. Scored five touchdowns to put it in, to send it to overtime, and then won it in overtime. Mm-hmm. And that was the biggest uh, come-from-behind win in playoff history. It still yeah. may be. And that one got replayed over and over yeah, and over. Yeah, and, and it's just like when the Chiefs came back on the Texans, the Houston Texans, not the Oilers, that became yes. the the twenty four to nothing, was yeah. the second biggest one. Yeah, they're both Tex Tex uh, Houston teams at the same time. That's right. Yeah, so I remember reading that stat, and I was like thinking about it. I was like, oh, I remember that game. Yeah, yeah. Warren Moon was fucking throwing BBs in the second half of the game. He wasn't around. It was crazy, and I love Warren Moon. That yeah. guy was yeah yeah had a hell of a right hook too. Allegedly. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I think yeah. I do. <laughs> that's definitely oh, an alleged. That's an alleged. Well, I think he was arrested for it, but anyhow. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, whatever. So, here's what I have here now. The AFC has three teams that could potentially make a run at the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Right? Then everybody else is probably not. There's really yeah. essentially three teams in the dogfight. That are going to do it. Okay. One, the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. 
I I call them about even with the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Real close. Yeah. And the reason they're even is the Bills' defense is better than Kansas City as of right now, although her pass rush is looking really good. Yeah. Kozloftis and uh, and Jones and Dunlop and um, um, uh, oh, shit, fuck, I forgot all their names. Frank Clark. Yeah, and then Bolton and Gay and all those guys yeah. are just really starting to gel and looking much better, even though a couple of – you know what, no. No, I'm not bragging on them. We'll see what happens. <laughs> you want to jinx it? No, no. Okay, two the Kansas City Chiefs, and then three the Bengals. I give the Bengals just a slight cut below them, mm-hmm. but they're pretty close. Yeah. The other non-realistic ones are the Baltimore Ravens, the Los Angeles Chargers, yeah. the Jacksonville Jaguars, who Oddly actually enough. just took the lead over the Tennessee Titans, who have lost four in a row. Yeah, that's... My thought is the Bills and the Chiefs are in a virtual tie for the best chance to make it, followed closely by the Bengals. The the home field advantage probably isn't quite as important as the bye week um, is, yeah. is is still very critical. Yeah, I think so. The AFC playoff picture looks to be, once again, the most dynamic, uh, but with the emergence of the, uh, of the Eagles, mm-hmm. the Eagles are a real dynamic team. Yeah. But the AFC is more dynamic right now with the diversity of teams that we have that can make it. We have three, but I have to say this. With the way the Cowboys played the Eagles the yeah. other day, uh-huh. if they have a playoff game like that, it's going to be hard to match. Oh, yeah. That's that's where the, the old-time rivalry just really makes it tough to predict. Because who yeah. would have thought it would be such a, a high-scoring game? Between yeah. those two teams, you know, I would have thought Eagles would have had the Cowboys figured out because the Eagle, the Cowboys, kind of up and down. They were they were kind of due for a drubbing. But well, I'm going to have to see what happens the next forth. two, the next two uh, weeks. Yeah, because the Cowboys have been a little Jekyll and Hyde this year. Yeah, and boy, when you get in the playoffs, you can't afford that. No, <laughs> you have a you have a Jekyll and Hyde game, and it's going to show up clear. Bye bye. So, yeah, in the um, NFC, I think the Eagles, Cowboys, and uh, I think the Vikings are kind of fading, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I really don't know who else in the NFC I really like. Well, okay, you can kind of look at it. Let's see. Uh, the Vikings, but I don't believe in them. Yeah. It's Kirk Cousins, so you can't can't be trusted. Yeah. Um, let's see who else is there over there. Uh, like in the in the east, you've got the Giants. No, the Commanders. No. 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 Uh, in the south, Bucks. No. No. Saints. Meh. No. Uh, Panthers. Meh. No. The Packers are looking better, but let's face it: if uh, to a uh, uh, uvula. Uh, to uh, turn the ball over, yeah, or? turn the ball over you a lot. Uh, <laughs> if he wouldn't have turned it over three times, the Packers would have lost that. Yeah, and the Packers could be eliminated even from the playoffs. Yeah, you know, still there's so. no guarantee they'll get in the playoffs where the Bucks are because there's no one in their division. Even though they're below 500, they will probably finish the year 500 or below, and they're still going to get in the playoffs because there's nothing but a bunch of ass bags in their division. Yeah, but clearly. Clearly, you're scoring three points while the other team's uh, scoring seven points. You're not going to win. Yeah. 
So uh, this uh, form of the Bucks doesn't necessarily scare anybody. So I'm going to say it's the Eagles, the Cowboys, a notch below them, and then probably, and I was going to get into the NFC next week, to be Mm -hmm. fair, but anyhow, even though we started going there anyhow, and then uh, the Vikings right below that. Yeah. And then after that, it's a take your pick. Yeah, there's nobody even in the West. You got Seattle, the Rams, the Cardinals. Oh, San Francisco. And the Niners. But the, the Niners, Niners don't have a quarterback. I mean, no, unless Brock no. Purdy, you know, is the uh, real Chauncey deal. Chauncey Purdy? Chauncey yeah. Purdy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chauncey, Chauncey Purdy um, is uh, supposedly just playing good enough to where they can win because their defense is so good. Yeah. But if that was true, how come Garoppolo and company didn't beat us? Yeah, the Super Bowl. and how come I, Purdy I couldn't, that. Yeah. couldn't beat them out and take the job? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. so uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see Purdy standing up under the the pressure of the playoffs. No, the Garoppolo is supposed to be back by the okay. playoffs anyhow. Well, yeah. So we'll so see what the happens. The Niners may do it. Uh, well, they may. The Niners will have to do it with almost solely all defense because I think even if Garoppolo does come back, he's not going to be a hundred percent. Yeah. So, yeah. and he's not a mobile quarterback anyhow. So let's face it, he's coming off get a broken creamed. foot, he's not yeah, going to be mobile at all. Creamed. Yeah, yeah. So anyhow, I'm saying it's probably basically a two-team race over there with probably the Eagles. Yeah. Will I, if, unless something Jalen Hurts is hurt worse or gets hurt more, mm-hmm. probably going to be the representative. Yeah. So, and they're a dynamic team and they're good and they've closed the gap a lot. But there's still not that much of a competitive edge between all the teams over there to make it as dynamic as they have seats. So, um, anyhow, the let's see, the Titans, they keep stepping on their own toes. They can't ever make it to the dance. Yeah. Every I mean, time you think they're going to, they take a step back. And, and this year, Dan Hill's been out a lot. Um, the paper tiger is Travis Henry. He could run you a ton of yards in between the 20s. Yeah. Yeah, unless, so. you know, he makes breakaway runs in the end zone, but the pounding, yep. those last, you know, goal line yards. Yeah. Rick from the Filthy Beam, we're sorry, but we call it like we said. You know that. Yeah. You do appreciate that. We have talked to you about it. And I'm starting to feel like Vrabel, the head coach there in Tennessee, is uh, a very limited coach. And people have yeah, figured him out. one time I thought he was the genius of the NFL. Yeah. Now I'm like you. I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. the guy can't seem to get out of his own shadow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember that game. I remember the game where they came and played the Chiefs, and the hits were just uh, extra vicious. Mm-hmm. It's like they've been told, you know, physically punish the other team. And that's, I, that's I not uncommon. I think that style of NFL mm-hmm. is not looked at favorably anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's not uncommon. You know, it happens. Um, but... I think That's the sign of a team, that. yeah, and it's the sign of a team that doesn't have the talent to beat you, so they're going to try they're to just try to bruise get rid of your pain. big guys, yeah. yeah, cause you pain so you don't play as well. Exactly, which is you know, so a shitty human being comes up with the, that kind the of coach plan. automatically admits a fault. Yes. So. So when I saw that, I thought, okay, Vrabel knows he can't beat a team fair and square, so he has to be the pig and the bully step on your toes and gouge your eye out and then say, fight me. Yeah. So, in, in, so it's gimmicky and he's yeah. not going to do it. And he doesn't have the quarterback anyhow. Yeah. And Travis Henry's a between the twenties guy. Uh-huh. The Ravens are flawed because of the quarterback and his injury prone ways. 
Jackson also isn't quite the pinpoint shredder we once thought he could develop to. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone thought that he was going to have this fucking pass that a Mahomes type of pinpoint. Uh-huh. Everybody thought that he was that guy. He's not that guy. And he gets injured a lot. Yeah, he gets injured a lot, and he can get it close, but he can't pinpoint it like that. Yeah. If he could pinpoint it like that, there'd be a hell of a lot more 40-yard receptions. Mm-hmm. But it isn't. He's always a between-the-20s guy, too. He'll get you a 15-20-yarder, no problem. But when it comes to that bomb or getting it, being prolific and getting it down the field, mm-hmm. if he's not running, he's not doing it. True, true. But he's getting hurt because he's running it because he can't throw it yeah. like that. Yeah. So they, to me, are out of it, even though their defense is still really good. That's how they won that other Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they won that with uh, the ass-bag Trent Dilfer. Yes. We couldn't think of his one name one night on a, uh-huh. on a podcast I was listening to. Trent Dildo. Yeah, um, we kept thinking he was the guy from Washington. Heath. Uh, Schuler. Heath Schuler, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was Trent Dilfer. Trent Dildo. But I was yeah. agonizing when I was editing it, <laughs> and I'm like, Trent Dilfer! Trent Dilfer, you dumb fuckers! Trent Dilfer! It was not Heath Schuler, it was Trent Dilfer. Yes. So, anyhow. But... <laughs> so, so Jackson isn't the shredder that they thought he was. He just can't pinpoint the ball. Yeah. Uh, Herbert is good, but he constantly reminds me of a Philip Rivers, another famous San Diego. Well, now they're Los Angeles, but if a ten-pound bag of shit could talk, this is what it would sound like. Where he could throw a lot of yards, and he could yeah. look great until the fourth quarter, and he completely fucks it up for mm-hmm. you, like. Hero, 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 hero. Two minutes left. Goat, goat, goat. Yeah. And not the greatest of all time goat either. No, sacrifice the Judas goat. The Judas goat, yeah. Yes. So, so the Chargers, to me, aren't as well coached no. as upper echelon teams and don't quite have the same talent base. No. They, they are good, they're really good, and their quarterback's really good, but I still think that he is missing that little ump that he needs. Whether it's another the, player or a offensive scheme or I, something. That's what I can't figure out, whether yeah. it's a scheme or what that would bring him up to closer to a, a, a Joey Burrow or a uh, – or a. Um, I don't think – I don't think that he has the ability to be a Mahomes, of course, yeah. or a Josh Allen. He doesn't have that quite of arm strength and talent, although mm-hmm. his arm strength is good and he is talented and he is an upper echelon quarterback. Yeah. I don't think he could be put into that same category as those, or even a Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Or I maybe mean, the Dak Prescott even. But what Andy Reid has gotten a lot of praise for doing is, is instead of saying, here's my system, and now the players have to fit into it, it's more like, what do you do well? Okay, now we'll design our system to take advantage of that. That's where the thinks he's brilliant is, yeah. because he doesn't take anything personally. He takes it as it comes. He's yeah. like, oh, this is who I got? Okay. I can make that work. I can make that work, so exactly. if someone would do that with Josh Herbert this offseason, say, okay, your dream game, you know, how are you passing? What kind of passes are open? You know, how, how what That's kind of routes are That's pretty interesting that you say that. Yeah, just find out, you know, what's what's perfect for you. What are you best at? It's like, you know, you know, are you really great at, at in routes or, or outs or, or, you know, hmm. whatever he's really good at. And then find a way to make that a staple, so he's always got that something that he feels really confident that he can do. Now you you make yourself 
can make yourself well, predictable one, that way. I think that they could open him up some running lanes. Yeah. That would make him more effective, too, because he's one of the better running, throwing quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. That's one thing they could do. Another thing is they could do design plays of options. Yeah. I don't think they do the option very well right now. Yeah. But I think you've got a running quarterback that can run, that can also throw on the run. Why not do the option? I yeah. think they could do that with Mahomes better, too, but I think they're afraid to. Yeah. They won't open him up to any type of hits, which I understand. So I'm right. not going to say anything about that. But I think Herbert... He seems to be, you know, bigger and beefier in a way. He is. And he's he can like, take, he, he looks can do like the a, quarterback draw and take it. You he know, almost looks like a hippie farm boy. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows that farm boy that's a hippie. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, he kind of looks like that kind of, hey, guys, what's up, man? Oh, he, shit, here comes Justin. Everybody, let's get out of here. Man. Yeah. He's going to try to bum your weed. <laughs> he's a big guy, but he doesn't look like yeah. he lives in the gym or anything. What's up, man? Hey, hey, hey. Hey, not smell wheat? No, no, no. You don't smell anything. No, we're all getting ready to leave, Justin. Oh, come on, guys. <laughs> so, uh, anyhow, let's see. So, um, the Chargers, I think, are limited, whether, whatever it be, everything that we just discussed or part of it or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, they've displayed the, you know, the whole Herbert, Herbert era has kind of been kind of flat so far. Yeah. Yeah. That, you know, uh, and part of it is right now it's just the usual suspects because in the AFC because of clutch play of the big three quarterbacks. Mahomes, probably the best ever. Two yeah. trips to Super Bowl, four to the AFC Championship uh, game, all at home. Every year he started, he has been in the championship game. Two of those times, half of those times, he's been in the Super Bowl. Yeah. He's won one of the Super Bowls. Josh Allen, arguably the second-best quarterback of the AFC, followed closely by Joe Burrows. And even Joe Burrows has a slight edge on Josh Allen, if you look at it. Yeah, Joe Burrows been to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, this will be a war for sure. My thought is one or more of the games will come down to a costly penalty or miscue. The teams are so closely matched that it's going to – I think that the games are going to be so close that it's going to be – Come down to some sort of a mistake or a miscue, a buff punt, something. I am. I can see that. Yeah. So, Gosh, as, as crazy as the officiating just, has been this year, I really hope that doesn't come into play in the playoffs. Yeah. I really hope that they can stay out of the <laughs> stay out of everybody's way. Next week we examine the NFC playoff picture, and then I've got a I call bullshit on the NFL. I love those. Oh, I do too. So, stay tuned for I Call Bullshit. Someone's on their high horse again. It's another episode of I Call Bull.
Bullshit. Bullshit. All right, here we are. We are at Eureka Springs, the penthouse suite of the Flatiron Flats, right across the road from the Basin Park and the Basin Park Hotel. Um, we are at the uh, Pork Rind Festival, which traditionally happens the week of Christmas, starting the day after the 26th. And uh, That's a good Christmassy thing to do is eat some fried pig skins. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, who doesn't think fried pig skin? Oh, yeah. yeah. And hey, we're talking pigskin, too. Fits in with football. It's just yeah, so there skin. we go. So, which also fits <laughs> into the I Call Bullshit on the NFL. Oh, boy. They need a bunch of these. Yes. So, first off, many years have come and gone since the first accusations about Dan Snyder and impri- and, and proper, well, impropriety. impropriety yeah. conduct in the inner workings at the Redskins headquarters now known as the Commanders. Sexual harassment, racism, uh, mm, bigotry, yeah. shady deals, etc. Yeah, yeah. Snyder is known for not being a very pleasant person by many accounts. See that? Yep. So, suddenly this has come to the forefront, right? Yeah. So, all of a sudden they have a different focus. Other than CTE, uh-huh. game influencing, uh-huh. among many other complaints, allegations, and so forth, Dan Snyder suddenly has uh, worked more to them as a sacrificial lamb. The oh, head coaching yeah. debacles would be well in the rearview mirror if only they could get this old white embarrassment to sell his team to minority-led owner group. Ah, that would be such a lovely distraction for everybody. Yes, it would. Oh, and the timing wow. of it's impeccable. Isn't oh, it? absolutely! Oh, yeah. Right before the big game. To get everyone loving the NFL again. Oh, yeah. Oh, Touch and feeling with a new, kinder general NFL. So they not only want to get rid of Snyder, they want to get rid of him at the exact right time. Bingo. <laughs> so wow. now it seems the wheels of the Dan Snyder <laughs> wheelbarrow have fallen off. Oh. Constant pressure for the NFL, outside lawsuits, and media scrutiny sure seem to have suddenly jumped forward. <laughs> I'm calling bullshit on this opportunistic nature of the NFL. The sudden interest to get Snyder to sell smells of cover our ass bullshit. Yep. Then when the uh, the dust settles, the new owners will get a sweetheart deal and surely will be uh, at least half minority owned. Yeah. This whole group that's going to be doing it. Because it's covering up all the coaching stuff, you know. Yeah. A lot of uh, minority coaches who have uh, great credentials that deserve the shot uh-huh. never get one. Yeah. And and I mean, look at Eric Bieniemy; he's still searching for that yep. coaching job. Meanwhile, the Colts just jumped right on Jeff Saturday, another yeah, white guy. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't even bother to interview anybody else. No. They're like, nope, this next white guy. It, it, it's almost <laughs> like the owners are just going, "We're not even going to play your game." Yep. Yeah, we know who we're going to get, and fuck you. They know the Rooney rule is in place. They have to seriously interview at least one minority And they do that, and then they don't hire him. And that's how Gumby Enemy gets getting tugged all over the place, is because um, he gets that token interview, and that's it. Yeah. If I was him, I would tell everybody anymore, no, I'm not doing it. I think a number of teams, he's told them, no, I'm not going to be your token interview, unless I'm seriously up for the job. I ain't coming just to just to please you so you can hire another white guy. Yeah, I, I think that's probably part of it. Yeah. Um, 
I think the enemy to get on a little bit different. I know we're on I call bullshit, but yeah. I think the enemy to get a fair shake from now on. He's going to have to actually leave Andy Reid and prove himself with an, uh, a quarterback not nearly as good to prove that it's not just, you know, Mahomes is Mahomes. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I think Mahomes but, does a lot of Eric Bieniemy's and Andy's job job for them because he's just so he's that talented. Good, yeah, yeah. He's that savvy on the game, that smart, and mm-hmm. that talented, and that much of an overachiever. Yes, <laughs> yes. If, if you don't believe me, look at his fucking last uh, his running touchdown last week. Oh my gosh, he was like Shit. Superman levitating towards the end zone. That that thing was unreal. Oh. Yeah. And every time you think that the guy is going to not outdo himself, yeah. <laughs> it's like, what did he something. just do? <laughs> I'll bet it's, that's going to be in Madden football next next year. Yeah, of course. <laughs> They're going to figure Madden out a way to do that. Madden knows the template from now on. It's like, watch Mahomes <laughs> get a highlight reel and everything's going to be in there. We're going to model that next year. So, I simply call bullshit because NFL uh, turned a blind eye to Snyder for many, many years. Yeah. Why now? Because the court of public opinion is tilted and is now beneficial to them in every aspect to do this. Snyder has too many skeletons in his closet to fire back, and they know this. Consider this a done deal, kids. Team taken and sold to the NFL's liking. I'm not a Dan Snyder fan in the least, but I know bullshit when I smell it. NFL has as much credibility as the referees do. Yes. <laughs> and that is my stance on it, and that is not going to change yeah. anytime soon. I call bullshit on you, NFL. You guys are a bunch of fucknuts. Without yeah. recorders. It's, yes. And well, the NFL was clever enough to have themselves legally declared an entertainment industry. An entertainment business. And I, not remember a sport. You, I remember you sending me that, and yeah. I was like, wow. So they don't have to abide by the rules of international sport or mm-hmm. or the or the national rules or laws about sports and sports betting and sports gambling, etc. It's an entertainment. I mean, it'd be like betting on uh, the next episode of Seinfeld, you know. It's an entertainment. They can write whatever they want. And if you want to place a bet on what it's going to be, I guess you can. But it's it's not like a flipping a coin is more of a sporting event than the NFL is. Yeah. Because the NFL is completely legally allowed to influence games. So they, they could do something about the officiating tomorrow if they wanted to. If they wanted to, yeah. But the way that it's working out now, even though everyone's getting mad, yelling and complaining... It's it's working out in the NFL's favor, yeah. or they do something about it. They're not dumb. They're not stupid. You know, they're a bunch of assholes, but they're not stupid. No, no, you're right. So whatever's happening, no matter how much you hate it or how much people threaten to not renew their season tickets or quit watching, the NFL knows they're still making more money doing it this way than if they did it differently. Let's all face it. We're all going to keep watching because we love the sport. Yeah. We don't yeah. love the way they do it or their bullshit, but we're all going to keep watching it. And they know this. The sport's too good not yeah. to watch. But, so. you know, honestly, and I said this out loud for the first time last week, when Mahomes is done with the Chiefs, I'm probably going to quit watching football. I think he's, he's really the reason I watch anymore. 
because He's like so much fun to watch. What game was it? Yeah, it was it was the Chiefs broadcast, and uh, it was Mark Sanchez was the commentator yes. guy, and he was getting so gushy over the uh, the other team. Oh, oh, he's got a, oh, this is so bad. Oh, he was just getting so emotionally invested. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing objective, no no information. He didn't have any information to tell about what's He's going on. He's a horrible commentator. Yeah. Matter of fact, he just doesn't sound good. And, you know, that's okay with the NFL. They're okay they with that. They don't care. Yeah. So, and really, the way the presentation is, uh, the the flashiness of all the graphics flashing, it's, it's really not to my liking, and that's okay because, you know, Things change and evolve, and if everything stayed just the way I liked it, it would get pretty boring. Yeah, I'm just saying here. that, you know, football, at least the presentation and a lot of the way they're running it, has changed to the point where it's just not that important to me anymore. Yeah, okay, you know what, you're right, same here. Yeah, yeah. so, I mean, I love watching Mahomes play, and I'll always like the Chiefs, but I can see myself getting to the point where... I don't even bother to watch the games. I just look up online and see how the Chiefs are doing and then let it go at that. Because mm-hmm. that's the way I do at the Royals. I don't watch baseball anymore. No, I haven't for for probably 20 years. I watched them in 2014 and 15 when they were relevant. And um, then I watched them a little bit in 16 until they started floundering. And then it's like, you know what? Yeah. 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 What was it, 97 where they had the baseball player strike and they missed the World Series? Sounds about right. Yeah. And then I remember hearing a lot of people say, well, I'm just never going to watch baseball again. Well, I said that, and I I lived up to it. I don't watch no, baseball. No, I did, I did too, I just, except I don't give a crap for anymore. the Royals having their run the last, in, the, in those couple in of years. In 15 and 16, yeah. My, my family was watching, so I, you know, I'd watch with them. But if they didn't turn it on, I wouldn't have turned it on. I just really didn't care that the Royals were in the World, World Series. I just... And I used to watch baseball all the time. I used me to go to a lot of games. But but the, that's, uh, that turned me off of baseball to the point like, I just don't care anymore. Here's the, and the, football uh, is very close to that point with me right now. The, uh, the legalities they'll, they'll be fine without me, honestly. The legalities <laughs> of uh, baseball has turned me off of it, too, to where I just can't leisurely watch it either. Yeah. Because it has infuriated me, pissed me off, and done so many mm-hmm. things to where... I cannot possibly like it unless the Royals are doing really good. And I can't just leisurely watch it. Like, I can just leisurely watch a football game still. Yeah, yeah. I can watch college more than I can watch pro. Yeah. Um, And, in fact, I'll probably just start doing that. And also, they don't influence the game in college like they do football in, in the NFL either. Yeah, in college, they have to actually abide by the rules and legality. And it shows. And yeah, and it shows. In the NFL, nah, they can do whatever the hell they whatever. want. Whatever. Yeah, they don't. Care. Just as long as they don't offend people so much that they start losing money. Well, that hasn't happened yet. Otherwise, it would yeah. swing the other way. So. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, uh, anyhow, yeah, we call bullshit on the NFL, and that's what it is. And. Uh, yep, yep, yep. Stay tuned for If Famous People Had a brand new feature, Strange Insults from an Alien. May you always step in a wet spot after putting on fresh socks.
to douchebagsandmicrophone.net, your one stop for everything You want to write us? You want to say something to us? You want to look for a live button? When we go live, you can call in. All of this stuff is right there for your ear holes and eye holes. You got it, chumps. It's all yours. Two douchebags and microphone.net is up and running. Hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Hello, this is Satan. You might know me from my pet name, Inflation. I'm here to tell you that there's no better way to relax than listen to two douchebags in microphone by a nice warm fire at night. I sit there and I reflect on all the souls I burned that day. Enjoy. On microphone. I'm Mark. I'm Tober. And we are at... Eureka Springs, Arkansas. Just south of Missouri. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, just barely in Arkansas, northern tip of Arkansas. That was a nice drive down, hilly. The Penhouse Suite at the Flatirons uh, Flats oh, uh, yes. Suites. Absolutely. I'm going to make oh. sure we thank them for the hospitality here. Yeah, they did. They gave us a special price, and they also uh, allowed us to put this heater out here so we could yeah. broadcast actually outside and overlook the festivities of the pork rind festival going on right now. And you can hear them. You know, it's it's getting later in the evening. The people are still here. They're, they're oh, living. Oh, I know. And, and it's neat, too, because they still have all the Christmas colors up and uh-huh. everything. Yeah. They have the big tree up at the Basin Park, and they have, like, people everywhere eating pork rinds. Um, there's, like, some sort of... Uh, kettle corn over there. What else is that? Is that like caramel apples? That one yeah, uh-huh. And funnel got, cakes. Yeah, funnel cakes. It's really a festive thing. A lot of people here, it's a good time. I guess Bloomin' Onions are kind of out of fashion, otherwise we'd have Bloomin' Onions yeah, here, too. I wish, yeah, I wish they had some uh, Bloomin' Onions. They could throw it in the same batter with a funnel cake. If you find them, right? <laughs> yeah. All it needs is a couple onions. Let's throw them a couple onions. Let's get some onions. Yeah, just really. like toss it to them. Say, hey, you know, just like uh, throw these in the... Uh, in the batter and then fry them up. We'll have some blooming onions. <laughs> it's like Chick-fil-A. Everything tastes like the chicken. The fries yes. taste like the chicken. The bun tastes like the chicken. You're talking about an overrated piece your, of shit. Your, so, your soft drink tastes like the chicken. It's like, <laughs> ugh. I guess it's, you know, I ate a Chick-fil-A a couple of times. It was okay, but... I don't get it. I don't get it I either. I don't get it. Yeah. I, and I never will. It's not that good. No, it really isn't. All right, as before promised, if famous people had a fragrance named after them, what would it be named? And then Christopher has some stuff, too. That oh, to yeah, I was, I would, I had written them down. What was I coming up with off the bat? Um, um, if people were God, people that want to be oh, God. Oh, yeah, oh, I see, I see, yeah. I had a, yeah, I, I, I heard a song the other day called, I Just Want to Be God. And I thought, wow, I've, I've known some people in my life who really think that they could take over and do a better job. Kind of like, you know, Bruce Almighty kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yep. Um, so I had this, you know, a few people written down with that. And then I had an idea about, you know, you know how the porn industry loves to follow pop culture. So mm-hmm. they, they come up with porn titles based on, on real movies. So I came up with some some ideas of my own. What, oh, cool. So. All right, well, we'll go through my list here, and then we'll go to CRISPR, and then we'll just uh, figure it out from there. All right. Number one, Elon Musk. What would his uh, fragrance name be? Oh, I got an awesome one. What Since is his it? last name is Musk, call it yeah. Rat. Musk Rat. Musk Rat. 
<laughs> I like that one. That's good. <laughs> oh, let's see. What does arrogance smell like? Arrogance. <laughs> Who's on first was my name. <laughs> because he can never seem to get the Twitter thing figured out. Yeah. What was it they're saying now? He he doesn't understand how the money stream really works with the pictures and the ads and yeah, things. He's I, just he had I no clue. I thought he was this brilliant guy, but he's stumbling on his fucking own toes constantly. He sounds like he's just way more lucky than good. Exactly. Man. How did he figure out the logistics of the electric car and all that? He, I guess he it hired was, somebody to do it, it for he him. He had to have. Yeah. I don't think he's the brains. He's just the money. I think so, too. Yeah. Uh, my number two is King Charles. What would his fragrance name be? Um, I've wet myself. <laughs> I chose Crankshaft. Well, that's what he is. He's an old Crankshaft. Yes. <laughs> I like Crankshaft. That's a good one. <laughs> Every time I see him, I think Crankshaft. <laughs> Number three, Taylor Swift. Oh. I think you're going to like this one. Mm. My guess would be her fragrance would be called Smirk. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I chose raw meat. Because <laughs> that's all she is, is a bag of fucking meat. <laughs> Does she even write any of her own songs? I Hell really don't no. Know. I don't think she ever did. Even we're when gonna, she was country, I don't think she We're going to have to come up with a segment called uh, Performer or Songwriter. And, you know, list off people that, you know, do they write their own music or are they just performing other people's music? I agree. We'll have to do a segment on that. <laughs> Raw meat. I like that. <laughs> Joe Biden. Uh Dude, where's my car? <laughs> that's that's pretty close. Confused. <laughs> Get off my lawn! Get off my lawn! Let's see. There's a perfume called uh, White Shoulders, and you get one called Black Socks. <laughs> <laughs> For plaid shorts. With those, with those little uh, suspender deals on yes, the socks. Yeah, the little garters they, on the they, socks. Yeah, the little garters with the gangster socks or yes. whatever. <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg. Um, what would his fragrance names be? Mm, I don't know about him. Plastic. Yes. Oh, that's perfect because he's he's so plastic. Exactly. He's so he looks plastic. plastic. <laughs> if you look at his picture, he looks like a plastic person. Yes. He looks like one of those plastic dolls, only uglier, much uglier. Yeah, he's he's probably got several plastic replicants of himself, and he hides somewhere, and he just sends these plastic things out to talk with us. I think so. I I think he is like an uh, an IA that went wrong. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. yeah. AI. <laughs> AI. I, whatever. Yeah, I, they used to have him hooked up playing Pong. Yeah, yeah. Now... <laughs> He's an AI gone wrong. Yes. <laughs> Number six, Vladimir Putin. What would his fragrance name be? Mmm. Uh, forcible Rape. <laughs> Stubby. Stubby, that's a good Stubby. one, too. Because <laughs> he's a stubby little bitch. Hey, you guys listen to the Federation of Russia? Come on now. You know we're right. Yes. We actually have a few downloads from the Federation of Russia, which I didn't even know was a country. Wow, yeah. Is Federation of Russia Russia? Yeah. 
Okay, yeah, this, well then, the, it's from Russia. What we used to call, you know, the former Soviet Union, we used to, you know, call them Russia, but Russia is just yeah. one part of it. You know, yeah, they the were Soviet a more Union influential was part, part of the part. Iron Curtain, is what they Yeah, the now. Soviet Union was comprised of Russia, Siberia, uh, Ukraine, Poland, uh, uh, Kazakhstan, yeah, um, um, and then Poland was in its sphere of influence. No, it, was it part actually of the was not. Yeah, 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 that's right. But okay. uh, there were all sorts of, you know, all the different Georgia, the public of Georgia that used to be yeah. part of the Soviet Union. There was we all have listeners in Georgia, too, by the way. Yes. Anyhow, yes, yeah. I, my, my theory is there's a lot of English speakers over there. So, I think yeah. so, too, yeah. Um, number seven, Tom Brady. What was his fragrance to be called? Um, let's see. What there do was I think several of I could have went Tom with, but Brady. there's one that I just thought... Uh, oh. Nah, I can't think of anything. Three points. <laughs> That's good. That's really good. <laughs> there was so many ones I could have went with on Tom Brady for obvious reasons, but I went with three points. Hey, if, if Tua Tagavaiola, Tagavaiola, if he had a fragrance, it would be called Interception. <laughs> oops his would be oops what is two a tag of viola you for breakfast turnovers <laughs> what do you think Tyreek Hill's thinking right now have you seen the Tyreek Hill memes where he's uh -oh. sitting there looking at Patrick Mahomes picture crying yeah oh that's funny <laughs> but but Tua is so much more accurate. Remember that, Hill? Yes, he's the best quarterback yeah, in the league. Yeah, he likes it right in the breadbasket. He's even smarter than Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, he likes it right in the breadbasket <laughs> of the other guy. <laughs> you dumb fucker. Gosh. Watch for Hill to be kicked off of the team soon. Uh, he's he's going to do something. He's going to run his mouth and yeah. piss somebody off. And, he's going to yeah. fuck it up. And you know what? Fuck you. We don't need you anymore. We're doing better without you. Yeah. So eat a big glass of shit. Like, remember that that defensive back, Dale Carter, that the Chiefs had? Oh, yeah. He kept getting flagged for uh, pass interference, and then he'd get pissed off and throw the referee's flag back at the ref. Or he'd pick it up and throw it in the stands, and then he'd get kicked out of the game, yeah. and then we'd get a 15. He wound up, you know, playing around the league, but he's been a nobody everywhere he's gone. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, he, was, he intercepted a lot of the Chiefs, but... He's such a problem child. Peters? Uh, Marcus Peters. Marcus Peters? Who did I say? Dale, Dale Carter? Dale Carter. Or did Dale Carter do that too? Marcus Peters is the guy I was thinking of, yeah. Okay, okay. Dale Carter was a long time ago. He was like early 90s, I think. That's right. Yeah, it was Marcus Peters because he was. Okay, no, up I until recently, I, he was I just wanted to make sure is, we're talking yeah. about the same person. I remember Marcus Peters doing that. But He's got okay. my old man brains going. Here. No, that's, yeah. that's okay. I just wanted to clarify. Yeah, Marcus cool. Peters, that was it. Um, Russell Wilson, what would his fragrance be called? Uh, disappointment. <laughs> I like that better than mine. <laughs> mine was big money. Oh. <laughs> Disappointment's better, though. <laughs> broken dreams, how about that one? Broken dreams. <laughs> broken dreams, broken promises. <laughs> All of those are perfect. Yes. Uh, you could have five fragrances, okay? <laughs> Joe Buck. Joe Buck. 
Um... <laughs> duh. <laughs> His first... That's it, just duh. <laughs> Joe Buckin. Duh. I, I was trying to figure out a more eloquent way to phrase his fragrance would be called like important people's buttholes because <laughs> <laughs> that's where his nose goes all the time yes. <laughs> bum gardener's ass yes mm, bum gardener's ass <sighs> uh, Joe Buck is such a tool Donald Trump oh um, I think his fragrance would she should be called paying for it. Indictment. Indictment. <laughs> <laughs> I like indictment better than paying for it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Donald Trump, and I want you to try my new fragrance. Indictment. 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 <laughs> Just put a little splash of this on, and those fucking sneaky Democrats will come at you every day. <laughs> you see ah. those incomprehensible perfume ads that we see every holiday yeah. season. There's a guy jumping out of the water, and some chick staring at him from yes. the big rock. And then birds Indictment. flying upside down into a setting moon or something. You see but, Donald yeah. Trump <laughs> jumping out of the water. The big old pot belly. Over. Yeah. Indictment. 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 <laughs> New, new from Donald J. Trump. Oh, gosh. That's right. Get the Democrats infuriated. Indictment, indictment, indictment. The bottle would be shaped like a penis. Not even an erect penis, just a soft penis bent Let over. Let me tell you, you can grab their pussies. Yes. Indictment. Those little pussy grabbing hands. Look at me. I can pick it. I could pick a wet dime off of this fucking, off of this rock in the ocean. Indictment, indictment, indictment. Anyhow, you had some stuff. Oh, my gosh. All right. All right. Well, let's see. <clears throat> let's do the porn version of, of uh, pop culture movies. Let's do that. Okay, of course, you've heard of uh, Saving Private Ryan. Mm-hmm. This version would be called... Saving Ryan's Privates? Shaving Ryan's Privates. Oh, okay. Close enough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I seem to have misplaced my reading glasses, so I'm going to have to muddle through here. Um, yours, we all enjoy Robert Downey Jr. and Iron Man. Uh -huh. Hey, look, someone sees us. Wave at him. Cool. Hey, Hi, hey, buddy. throw me a caramel apple. <laughs> yeah, caramel. No, over the... Oh, fuck it. They can't tell. They can't hear me. Go ahead. We've all enjoyed Robert Downey Jr. and Iron Man. Yes. This is Iron Hard Man. <laughs> I was like an Iron <laughs> Fist. <laughs> iron Fist would be good, too, yes. Here he comes. Oh, my God. Here's the Iron Fist. Actually, Here He Comes would probably be a good title. Oh, yeah, that's true. Here He Comes, Iron Fist. <laughs> and who could forget... Uh, the famous Eddie Murphy movie, Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. Beverly Hills Cock. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> and then we could do another 48 hours, be another 48 inches. <laughs> <laughs> Hard throbbing journalism. <laughs> journalism. <laughs> Pounding to the core. Uh -huh. 
Of course, this time of year we, we never usually, let up. <laughs> this time of year we get to see the uh, the Macaulay Culkin movie Home Alone. Oh yeah, that was on last night actually. Yeah. I had to go through it. <clears throat> so of course the porn version Homo Loan. <laughs> <laughs> This is Macaulay. Come on over here. My, my pants are down. My ass is up. <laughs> so can't you see that as a porn movie? Two guys are breaking in to have sex with this, <laughs> this guy that looks like he's 15, but is, yeah. you know, really legal age, but he's shaved everywhere. Yeah, 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 yes. For and then all reasons, these elaborate the traps, but yeah. eventually they pound him. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we, we recently had Star Trek reboots. You know, we yeah. had Star Trek... Uh, um, Beyond, and then there was another one. And anyway, yeah, Star Trek Into Darkness was a was a popular one. Yeah. Okay, so I came up Star Dick Into Moistness. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> this one digs deep. Yes. Pounds to the core. <laughs> Uh, of course, we have all these, you know, origin movies for various comic book heroes, so I figured, you know, X-Men orgasms. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of origins, you know, be orgasms, orgasms yes. Um, uh, 21 Hump Street. <laughs> God, that's a whole... Is this with Johnny Depp or Richard Grieco? Yes. Okay. Yes. Both. Doing each other. They're bumping yeah. each other. Okay. Uh, fantastic, fantastic Beasts and How to Fuck Them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, and of course, who could forget Terminator, Erection of the Machines. <laughs> so, I'll like... be back in your asshole. <laughs> I'm on your back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm on my back. Come and get it. Oh, uh, of course, there's there's bound to be more out there, but... Yeah, well, uh, we'll think of more, and yeah. we will come back with a full record, <laughs> report next uh, next one. Um, but until then, I have some horrible product ideas. <clears throat> oh, I love those horrible uh, product yes. ideas. Oh, they're beautiful. They're a work of art. So, what if my readers fell down on the floor? I don't know. I don't know, but don't... They're not underneath the heater, I can tell you that right now. Because I can see under too. there... Oh. Well, hang on. Let me move this bench out here a little bit away from the uh, wall here and see if we can... Yeah, well, I probably left him in the bathroom or something. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> well, anyhow, horrible product ideas. Number one, a kale cleaner. Because everyone knows kale was a joke that got out of hand. The yeah. founder of Kale had a bet with his friends that he could convince people that a hideous, horrible-tasting joke would become a cult-like following for Rube's. <laughs> and it did. Basically how Scientology started. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Matter <laughs> of fact, I think that they eat kale every Wednesday, don't they? They do. That's part of I'm pretty sure I read that on the yeah, internet. It's, it's right after true. they date rape all those younger age women. Yeah, yeah. what I read on the internet, which uh, would mean that it's probably true, right? Anything yeah. on the internet? Yeah. yeah. Allegedly. And they wouldn't put it on the internet if it wasn't true. That's right, right? <laughs> Or maybe not. I don't know. Because <laughs> everybody out there is just looking out for our best interests. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, people wouldn't just get on the internet and make shit up, would they? No. Oh, surely yeah, that's illegal. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, just like, why would we do satire? And just, yeah. 
I mean, yeah, I, yeah, no reason, no reason yeah. for satire and by hyperbole yes. and jokes. No. So yeah, it's it's obviously true that kale yeah. was just a joke that got way out of hand. Yes, yes. <laughs> so number two, giant number one foam hands for cult fans. <laughs> <laughs> they quickly realized that that was never going to happen, so they pulled him. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> number three, Quentin Lucas, our lovable mayor. Yeah. An honorary deputy sheriff's badge. <laughs> but they couldn't make him one because he's too busy trying to defund it for his own fucking public image. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was the name of the of the the sheriff on uh, Dukes of Hazard? Is that Cletus? Uh, Roscoe P. Roscoe Coltrane. and Cletus. Was it? Boss Hog was <laughs> Boss Hog was the business owner who pretty much bought the government. Yeah, yeah, I think it might have been Roscoe. Was yeah, the, so yeah. that would be Quentin Lucas's name on his little yeah Roscoe, junior G-man badge. Yeah, <laughs> look at me. I'm going to defund everybody because I want to make a name for myself. Hee hee hee! Watch this. I don't give a fuck about anybody but myself. Watch this. I looked at Pubble public media and they said this would be the popular thing to do so i'm yeah, gonna do I'm it i'm gonna do it because you know what i'm just here to try to further my fucking political career i don't give a fuck about you or your family's safety see we're we can spot that pretty well here in kansas city is people are just trying to use us as a stepping stone yeah and we we've, that, we've had that happen to us a number of times yes yeah yeah this snide little fuck in there mm. yeah yeah. So, so Lucas is just trying to polish himself while he's here and then move on to where yeah. he really would rather be. Yeah, it, yeah. so go ahead and get on with your career. Leave us the fuck yeah. alone. We he want, doesn't give a shit about Kansas We want Kansas serious City. applications only, yeah. not he's, fucks like you. He's only concerned with Kansas City as as it reflects favorably yeah. on him. Yeah, meanwhile, crime is out of control, and all he can think of is trying to help himself. Hell, somebody broke into my car right in my driveway. The night before last. Yep. It's Christmas Eve, because when we went out Christmas morning, I got into my car, and somebody had opened the door and gotten everything out of the glove compartment and everything out of the center console. Uh, they took a bunch of spare change, but uh, I imagine they were looking for a spare key or a garage door opener something or something. like that, yeah, to get in. Yeah. yeah. So. Yep. But nothing being done about crime. Mm. Nope. No, a crime like that, you don't even bother reporting. Cause they're no, not because gonna they're do... never going to get to it. No. Never. No. Never. They'll take a report, and they'll go back to the station oh, yeah. and throw well, it away. We're going to go look this over, and they're wiping their ass with it halfway to the station. Mm -hmm. So Because they don't have time. They don't have personnel. They don't have the money because we're too busy fucking giving money away to stupid shit. You never see cops out patrolling anymore? No. Mm. Nope. Gosh. So, anyhow. Thank you, Quentin Lucas. Yeah. Thanks a lot, buddy. <laughs> Keep up the great work. Can't wait to replace you. Yeah. Replace you with a fucking bag of fucking shit and get more done. <laughs> or maybe you are that a bag might be, of shit. That might be who one of the parties nominates, you know, just yeah, a bag of shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, correlation between you and a bag of shit is probably there. And you know, the bag of shit hasn't fucked up yet. Yeah, that's true. The bag of shit is not purposely trying to get its own mm -hmm. game. So. Uh, Jermaine <laughs> Jackson poster. Oh, who would buy that? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. 
That's like the mini Pearl pinup poster. <laughs> look up mini Pearl. <laughs> yeah, look up mini Pearl. Just look up mini Pearl and just stop right there. That's all you need to do is just look. You know, there was a spinoff show from Hee Haw called the Hee Haw Honeys. Uh-huh. And it was all the girls from Hee Haw, plus some extra ones. But they included uh, the really overweight one, Luann or something, I mm-hmm. know, Lou something, and Minnie Pearl. It's like, okay, there's some people who would call the overweight girl a honey, I guess. But Minnie Pearl, uh-uh. No one's going to mistake her for a honey. Mm-hmm. So why the hell they decided to put her dumb, wrinkly old ass in know. a show that I, was supposed I, to be all about boobs and pretty girls. Uh, is it true? <laughs> I don't know. It didn't last even a season. <laughs> Nobody oh. gave a shit. <laughs> I don't get that at all. And this was back in the 70s when you couldn't download porn on every device available. So yeah. you, know, you had to take your you boobs You had to take that with them. everything else. Yeah. Oh, screw that. Number five, Mariah Carey singing spell game. Oh, God. You know, I am so glad that now that Christmas is over, they've put Mariah Carey away in whatever frozen hell she lives. Yeah, yeah, she's back there. Yeah, they're not going to dust her off again until, like, mid-December next year. She's in the Tommy Mottola's I Did It Museum. (laughs) Seriously, she has no other function than to just show up for a week or two around Christmas. Life support for a vagina. that same old stupid song that insults you by saying, I don't want much for Christmas, I want you. Meaning, yeah. you're not much. Yeah. So, no thanks, bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't pick your fat, She's not even... She doesn't know her own self-worth, which is nothing. Yeah. Overinflated. 10% black, she calls herself a black girl. <laughs> Does she? <laughs> yeah. She calls herself a black girl. She's like, like, one sixteenth black. I'm gonna call myself a foot. Yeah. Because I'm ten percent foot, <laughs> or probably less. But and you yeah. know, people say, "Well, she calls herself black because that's how society identifies her." Well, why do no, you? No, they're not. A, why, you know, no, but I know identifies her as black. They uh, identify her as Hispanic. I know. And plus, why do you give a fuck how society identifies you? Call yourself exactly. whatever you want to be. Yeah. So it's just an excuse because she used. She's trying to get that edge by right. using it. She was yeah. using her ethnicity to further her career. Exactly. Yeah. Because if you want to go into R&B, if you're not at least part black... Exactly. They don't got time for you. Exactly. So she had to find a tiny little scrap of oh, blackness. Oh, 10%! Yay! Yeah. yeah. It's probably less than that, but she's just probably, like a yeah. tiny it's little it's shred. Big, yeah. But she plays it up to the hilt. Yeah, she does. Mm. Number six. Tom Brady family photo book. <laughs> Even Giselle doesn't want that one. No. She already mailed them all back to him yeah. from Australia or wherever she's at. Yeah. With Tom edited out. Yeah. <laughs> scribbling, scribbling on his face. <laughs> Number seven, Antonio Brown employee of the year badge. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Just because you have talent in one area doesn't mean you have brains to go with. <laughs> <laughs> or anything, really. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, number eight, Joe Biden, book of pronunciation. <laughs> 
Well, you know, that's what we get for, in, in, yeah, we keep electing these, these insanely old people for president. Yeah. It's like, sooner or later, you're going to get one that just like, I mean, supposedly by the, by the end of Reagan's uh, term, he was crackers and crayons. Yeah. I mean, but at least that was the end of his term. This yeah. guy came in crackers and crayons and we elected him like that. Just the, the moronity of thinking, well, let's in, in, let's let's elect a really old person. No. Doesn't make sense. Won't we elect someone that's really with it and competent and young? At the peak of their or abilities. Yeah, they could be 45 uh-huh. to 50 because they're still with it and still have yeah. an edge and still think clearly. I think minimum age is 35, so you start from there. Yeah, yeah, so you want to get them at 40? I have no problem with that. Yeah. Obama is, what, 40? Wasn't he like 40 or something? Somewhere in there. Yeah, he wasn't very old. No, I mean... I think Grant was one of the youngest presidents. He was in his late 30s when he was elected. Like 37, I think. Yeah. He just Uh, barely made the minimum. And now they were electing people in, you know, minimum age 70s. Screw that. No, look, that's a flaw in the system, obviously. Uh, Yeah, well, it's a flaw in public perception. Well, these are people that have been in the system so long that they actually get the favor. True. They get the favor and the rub from the other politicians because they've all done dirty work for them. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, and in my opinion, being a lifetime politician is there not a reason to elect you. It's a reason to throw you in jail. Exactly. It's a reason that, yeah, I yeah. agree. At the very least, vote them out. You know, at best, I'd like to throw them in jail because if they've been in a career politician, you know they're dirty as hell. Mm-hmm. Absolutely filthy. Absolutely. Mm. Number nine, Tom Brady book on keeping promises and family first. (laughs) How to be a good dad. Yeah, if you think we're railing on Tom Brady, yes, we are. That guy deserves all the crap he's getting. Yep. He he cannot work himself out of the Hall of Fame no matter how hard he tries. But my God, he sure is fucking up his image. I think it would take discovering him with child pornography to keep Dude, him out of the Hall of, of Fame. Hall of fame. Other than yeah. that, he's in the Hall Other of Fame. Other than that, solid. yeah. But he's lucky, because if it wasn't for that, he would he would, he would have played himself out just this year. Mm-hmm. He's a, but, you know, he's still tarnished his career. I don't think you're going to be able to talk about, you know, historically, you're not going to be able to make a, a movie about out, his career without showing this we crappy season. And, Early 2022, the 2021 season after winning the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. it would have been like, man, that guy. Mm-hmm. If he only would have stayed another couple of years. Now it's like, oh, my God, that guy stayed too many years. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, he's putting through Tampa Bay one through. Year, yeah. Yeah, Tom Brady could have left and let Tampa Bay have a decent season, but he came back and screwed up Tampa Bay's whole season. Yeah. You know, Tom Brady has at least 50% of the responsibility for how crappy this season has gone for the Bucks. So, Bucks fan, I'd be glad he's getting, you should get well, the hell out. Well, he's losing respect left and right, too. Yeah. Because the way he screams at the offensive line and defense and everything, and then he'll screw something up and he'll just walk off the field like, oh, well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no no regret, nothing. Just kind of like, yeah, well, he'll shrug off his own mistakes, but everyone else is out there screaming no, in their face. he literally has this look on his face like, I'm Tom Brady, I can do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. And that's the way people perceive him, and it does go well. Yeah. Number doesn't help 10, everyone lines up to kiss his ass. <laughs> last but not least, the okay. U.S. government's book on honesty, integrity, and core values. <laughs> and that is... 
Bad Product Ideas edition, the last edition of the year. The Bad Product Ideas. Hey, where'd everybody go? Where are the douchebags? Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, I'm glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells. <laughs>